Hello and welcome to the Excel Against the Odds podcast. I am your host, Sarah Berton, a chronically ill business mentor for business owners with chronic illnesses. I balance running multiple businesses, living with several chronic illnesses and raising my family. In this podcast, I tackle the complexities, everyday challenges and solutions of working with a chronic illness. I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Excel Against the Odds podcast. I'm delighted to be joined today by David Pope. David runs the Heal Your Grief Instagram page and recently invited me to join him on an Instagram live. I'll post details of that show in the show notes. David has agreed very kindly to interview me today so that I can explain to you my story. Welcome to the show, David. Hi, thanks so much for having me on and um, looking forward to doing this. And what I loved about the live we did, I think it was some, some months ago, um, it was just like touching the surface of, you know, all the struggles you've been through and uh, your, your journey, you know, with, with chronic illness. But I um, wanted to get into a bit more deeply today. So could you give an introduction to who you are, Sarah, and, and what you do? Yes, thank you, David. So I am Sarah Berton and I run Excel Against the Odds, which is an organisation to help people with chronic illnesses have success in the workplace, either through running their own business or working for an employer. I also help organisations to make sure that they are completely supporting their employees with chronic illnesses. Uh, And as you might know, um, I host the Excel Against the Odds podcast and I uh, run the Entrepreneurs Against the Odds Facebook group. And excitingly, I am going to be doing a free masterclass uh, on the 10th of November at 11am, where I'm going to be talking about the six pillars of a chronic illness-friendly business. So um, if you're listening uh, sooner rather than later, then I hope you'll join me. I think it's an example of how you've obviously gone through a lot of struggles in your life with, with your chronic illnesses, but you're now kind of paying it forward in the sense that you now want to help others. And very often, you know, whether it's the, um, a mental illness or a chronic illness, there, there can come a point where you do want to start help, helping others. And, you know, that's, that I suppose obviously is, is going to be extremely beneficial for people who are struggling, but also do you find it self-healing as well that when you help others, you help yourself? Yes, definitely. I think um, I think I've learned so much through having my chronic illnesses, and um, especially with being able to run a business while living with a chronic illness. That I a want to help other people um, in order that they can do the same and get to that point, and b it it is very healing because for me, um, helping others is also around helping myself and just making me realise how far I have come on my journey. Um, It makes me very happy that I have gone through these very difficult times and come out the other side. Mm. And of course, when one is going through their struggles, it's not as if they can envisage one day having to turn it around and try and help others. It's a question of getting through the condition day by day. But it's so interesting that, you know, no one could ever envisage then having to uh, transition and help other people. If you feel comfortable, could you just tell us about your health condition, how, how it affects you on a, on a day-to-day basis? 
Yes, certainly. So I first started having um, symptoms in my probably my late tw- 20s and started to feel very exhausted. I was working as a senior consultant, senior business consultant and doing a lot of traveling. So initially I put it down to hard work and um, lots of travel and going out and all those other things you do in your 20s. Um, but it got to the point where I just was exhausted and couldn't do any more, couldn't keep going. But I kept on going and pushing myself. I was suffering lots of aches and pains, started getting migraines and the exhaustion just seemed to be getting worse and worse. And it took me until my mid thirties before I get, I got diagnosed with ME. And at that point I was told to take three months off work. And as soon as I stopped working, I completely collapsed and literally couldn't do anything. I reached a point where my body had just given up. Um, The moment I gave myself permission to rest, my body gave up completely. And I had three months of being definitely housebound and a lot of the time bedbound because I just didn't have the energy to do anything. At that point, I started to try and just do things I could to look after myself, eat well, get plenty of sleep, um, get lots of rest wherever I could, um, just do gentle, very gentle movement, not, no actual exercise, but gentle movements just to keep my muscles and joints moving. And eventually I started to build up some energy, but I could not return to the levels of energy that I had previously. So um, it's a journey, it's taken me a long, long time. Um, I lost my career as a result of that illness. And I was more recently diagnosed with something called POTS, which is postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome. And when I was diagnosed with that, they also discovered that I had something called Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. So Ehlers-Danlos syndrome is a genetic syndrome which affects the collagen in the body and as a result causes hypermobility. So all of my joints are affected by this um, and um, it affects all other parts of the body and has actually caused my POTS because basically my uh, veins are too flexible and so it doesn't pump the blood around my body properly. Um, The POTS can cause things like fainting and it affects the whole of the autonomic nervous system. So anything that is controlled automatically by my body where I don't have to think about doing it. So things like digestion, breathing, sleeping, sweating, um, circulation, temperature control, all of those things are affected by the condition. Um, And I do have daily pain. I suffer from chronic migraines, uh, IBS and um, plenty of other lovely symptoms. So... um, I was fortunate that I got diagnosed with that. It was a a big battle to get diagnosed. It took an argument with my cardiologist where I asked him to reassess some results, which actually showed that I had POTS, um, but that he didn't think was worth considering. So eventually he agreed to reconsider those results and told me that I did in fact have POTS. And since I've had that, I've gone through a series of different um, procedures and processes to try and work out how to best work. And I've got myself to a position now where I am in control of my health. Um, I still live with daily pain and exhaustion and brain fog and all the rest, but I can cope with it on a daily basis and um, have felt like I'm starting to put my life back in order. Um, I did get another job um, and then I am now running two businesses, one making natural vegan skincare and then Excel Against the Odds, where I'm helping other business owners to run a business as a mentor and as a community leader. I mean, I assume that in the earlier years, when you were going through those physical struggles. I've got two questions. How do you deal with that emotionally? And how does it compare 
with how you deal with it emotionally now? So back at the beginning, because I lost my career and I, my career was everything for me at that point, um, I felt like I lost my self-identity and I didn't really know where to turn. I think I, I developed anxiety as a result of that. And I think that is normal when you don't know what is wrong with you, especially because it took so long to get diagnosed. You don't know what's wrong with you. You just feel that something's not right. You start to question sometimes whether or not it's normal as well. If everyone goes through that, like how you're feeling and you start questioning people and they're not experiencing what you're experiencing. So you do realize that something's wrong, but I also had difficulties with medical um, professions, not really helping me to get my diagnosis, not always understanding what I was feeling sending me for back for tests, repeat after repeat, which weren't showing anything. So I uh, felt very lost, um, a bit abandoned. And I, as I say, I lost my self-identity. Whereas now I have gone full circle and um, I found a lot more meaning in life as a result of my illnesses. And now being able to set up my businesses and help other people and also raise awareness for people with chronic illnesses, especially in the workplace, it makes me feel a lot more complete and the anxiety has gone and feel much happier with my life. Mm. And fast forwarding to today, what would you say the main reasons were for starting your business? Starting a business has given me hope. After my career, I got another job, um, but it was always felt like a job as opposed to a career. And there was no possibility for me to progress I, I could only work certain hours and certain times in those days and that meant that there was no career path for me when I was first diagnosed with my conditions I completely lost my ambition but I started to get feelings of ambition back again I, I was always an ambitious person in my youth and in my 20s and I suddenly got that feeling of ambition back again and I didn't know what to do with it because I just knew that with my health condition a standard job just would I would not be able to progress very far with the hours that I was working and then I discovered self-employment um, my dad was self-employed um, and it's something that's always been in my mind but I was never really sure what to do and when I came across the idea of setting up a natural skincare business I suddenly had hope again I felt that the the world and my ambitions were all in my hands and it was up to me whether I could make a go of it or not and I can have the flexibility that I need to work with my health I can push myself if I want to, if I'm having a good day and I can stand back a bit if I'm not having a good day. Um, but I, it was in my control. So as well as hope, I guess it's given me some freedom and, and choices, the choice to work the hours I want to work and to do the jobs I want to do. So certain jobs, certain roles within my job, um, my business, I can find quite difficult so I can decide whether to do those or not. And that's it's all in my control now. So it's all very, very positive. Mm. And to start your own business whilst, you know, battling a chronic illness, that, that requires a lot of resiliency and a lot of durability, a lot of self-belief. Where's all that come from? Uh, would you say that you're just naturally that way or were those qualities installed by your parents yeah, I think my parents have had a lot to do with it. I think I was very much brought up with a lot of resilience and determination. I think also it's a lot, I've done a lot of work in recent years on my mindsets as well, uh, listening to podcasts, doing meditation, 
and speaking to people to make sure that I can build up a very strong mindset and that I don't second guess myself or doubt myself at any time. I think when you have your own business, half the battle is having a strong mindset to keep yourself going on those tough days. And you have more of those tough days when you've got a chronic illness. So it's doubly important to, to be able to rely on yourself to keep yourself going um, or to speak to others and to get their feedback and and help. I think having a coach or a mentor can be very, very useful because they can help reinforce um, the fact that you are doing very well, because often you can doubt yourself when you're having a bad health day or a bad business day. So having somebody who you can talk to about your ideas um, and who can help you move your business forward can also be very, very useful. And do you find that running a business works well with your health condition? Absolutely. I think it's the best thing that I could do with my health condition. I find it very difficult to commute into London nowadays and sitting all day working at my desk is incredibly difficult. So having the choice and the flexibility to be able to work where I want to work and the hours that I want to work really makes a huge difference. If I'm having a particularly good day with my business, then I can push myself harder and within limits, of course. And if I'm having a bad day, then if I'm really not well enough, I can take myself off to bed or to rest, which you just don't have that choice when you're working for somebody else because they expect you to work a set number of hours, a set number of days and set working hours. So having that flexibility is amazing for somebody with a chronic illness. And thinking about how you run your business whilst looking after your health, I've got two questions. Are there any particular adjustments you have to make And following on from that question, how do you integrate self-care into your daily life? One thing that I do is I make sure that I put myself first. So on a week basis, I know that for me, it's important that I do certain things like go for walks in nature, that I take time to do an aqua class because that's one type of exercise, pretty much the only type of exercise that agrees with my health condition. So I always make sure that I put those into my week before I even think about my business and how I'm going to run the business. So putting myself first, putting my self-care first is top of my agenda. I plan that into my week and then I fit my other meetings and my schedule around that. I make sure that I listen to my body. Um, I've worked out when I am better at working at more detailed tasks and I am better at doing more everyday tasks and I plan my week according to that. And I know that, for example, if I'm starting to get a headache or my shoulders and neck are aching or my back is aching, I know that I've got to do something about it. If I keep going the way I'm going to go, the way that I am, then I'm going to start really paying the price for that. Um, I heard a quote a while ago now, which really resonated, which is listen to the whispers of your body so that you don't have to hear your body scream. And that really resonated to me. So every time I feel a twinge or an ache, I go and do a stretch or I change position or I do something else just to try and make sure that my body doesn't teach me a lesson for not listening to it. That requires a lot of self-awareness on a cognitive level and on a physical level. Do you think you've always had that self-awareness? I think I probably had some self-awareness, but it's definitely something that I've developed a lot particularly in recent years. I think I did develop it when I was first signed off sick because I was because my body was really in difficulty. I had to listen to that and I was forced to listen to it because I literally could not get out of bed on Sundays. But I think 
when you start to get better and start to have some sort of recovery, it's very, very tempting to push yourself too hard and then pay the price for that. So I've, I've learned through living with this chronic illness for such a long time to really listen to my body um, because it pays off if I do. Especially with running a business, I have noticed that if I listen to my body and pay attention to it, then my business will be much more successful. So for me, that is really the key to running a successful business. And that leads nicely on to my next question, which is how do you deal with a particularly bad health day or or week? So I have set up processes in my business so that if I have a particularly bad period that a lot of my business can still run. Um, Obviously, if I need to uh, mentor a client or appear on a podcast with somebody else or do some sort of live guest appearance, I can't necessarily do that. But if the rest of my business can run very smoothly without me being present if necessary. I have found that a lot of time I can push through it if I need to. If I really, really need to, I can push through it. But then I might often pay the price for that afterwards and have a prolonged period of not feeling well afterwards. Or the other thing that I do is I'm quite honest with people about my condition. So I feel that I can explain if I am having a particularly bad day and cannot be there. There are various different ways that I use to to work if or not work if necessary when I have a bad health day. And do you generally tell customers or suppliers or anyone else you come across while running your business about your health issues? I'm very open about my health issues. Um, I think in both businesses, I've been honest about my health issues um, because I think it just makes it a lot easier if for some reason I'm, I'm having a particularly bad day that I have already they're already aware of the possibility it's, it's a very difficult conversation to have obviously you don't want to make people worry and and not use you because of your health condition but at the same time I have found it very useful to talk to people and everyone so far has been very understanding have you learned any important lessons along the way I have I've learned lots of very important lessons along the way I think probably the main lesson is that you have got to look after yourself you've got to advocate for yourself in with healthcare professionals with employers with everybody you've got to communicate how you're feeling um, and not brush it under the carpet and you've also got to be very honest with yourself about how you're doing and how you're feeling so that you can really work out the way forwards I've also as we said earlier really learned how to listen to my body and react accordingly and a lot of the time in, in self-employment we put pressures on ourselves it's not coming from other people we put we give ourselves deadlines we have set ourselves high expectations and we're allowed to be flexible with that. So allowing flexibility in our work life, in our day life, and just being very accepting and forgiving of our health conditions is, is really, really important. And what piece of advice would you give somebody who has a chronic health issue and is thinking of starting a business? I think the first thing to do is to find a business that works for you that you love doing, that you're passionate about, because it's something you're going to be doing on an ongoing basis for quite a while. And also something that works well with your health. You don't want to be doing something that causes your body to hurt in any way. So if you're creating a craft, it's trying to avoid that repetitive movement that gives you shoulder pain or neck pain or leg pain. If you've got a condition like POTS, you don't want to be doing something like standing up at craft fairs where you might likely faint or feel ill afterwards. It's really looking at what works well with your health, with your body and that with your mind, what you what you enjoy doing and then choosing the career to, or your business to run 
that involves all of those things. And do you think there are any improvements that we as a society could make towards people living with a chronic illness? I think it is to really try and understand what people with chronic illnesses might be going through. Um, there are lots of misconceptions about what chronic illnesses are and how it affects people. And every person I have met who has a chronic illness has a lot of ambitions. They are very determined. And the fact is that they often push themselves too hard um, and that causes them issues with their health. And I think I'd like it as if a society could accept that people with chronic illnesses that they could do with a lot more supports in this world. I think, um, unfortunately, there is a lack of support for people with chronic illnesses, and I would absolutely love that to change, which is why I am speaking to organisations about how they could help employees better. And I'm, I've also spoken with the government to see how they can also help people with chronic illnesses set up a business, because I think we need to create all the support that we can give them, because it is, it's very, very, very tough living with a chronic illness and trying to make a living with a chronic illness and any support that we can give people can make a huge difference. Who would you say inspires you or has inspired you? Lots of people have inspired me. I think uh, firstly, my dad um, has inspired me because he has chronic illnesses and he also ran his own business. So he showed me a very good example from a very young age of how to run a business with a chronic illness. And he's been incredibly supportive. Both my parents have been very supportive and my whole family have been very supportive of me running my own businesses. I think I've been very, very lucky that I have that support because I know that not everybody else does. I love pe working with people in my Entrepreneurs Against the Odds Facebook group as well. I love hearing what they are achieving and what they've overcome. It's, it's lovely to, to hear how well everybody is doing. And um, my children as well inspire me as well. And finally, can you recommend a business book or podcast? I certainly can. I have recently read Atomic Habits, which I thought was a brilliant book about changing, slight, just adding slight little changes to your daily life to improve your habits and improve your productivity and all that sort of thing. And I found that very, very inspiring. Um, I also really enjoy the, the Conversations of Inspiration podcast by Holly Tucker from Not on the High Street as she talks to business founders about how they set up their business. And I find that very inspiring to know what others have gone through to get some success from their business, seeing that it's not all plain sailing and that there's no such thing as overnight success. That podcast really does inspire me. Hmm. Well, thank you so much for the conversation today, Sarah. I think it's been a good opportunity for the listeners to just hear a bit more about Sarah as such. And, uh, I'll hand it back to you now. Thank you so much, David. And thank you for agreeing to come and interview me today. Um, if you'd like to find out more about what David Pope is doing, you can discover him at healyourgrief.co.uk and I'll post all his details in the show notes. Thank you so much, David. Thank you. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye. Come and join my free masterclass, The Six Pillars of a Chronic Illness-Friendly Business, on Wednesday, the 10th of November at 11am GMT. Here I will be teaching you the techniques and strategies you need to run a chronic illness-friendly business. You can find out more details on www.excelagainsttheodds.co.uk forward slash masterclass. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. 
If you have a chronic illness and either run a business or want to, then come and join our free and friendly Facebook group, Entrepreneurs Against the Odds. To sign up to my newsletter or to learn more about how my business mentoring services can help you grow your business and make it work better with your health, check out my website at www.excelagainsttheodds.co.uk. Have a great week. Thank you.